Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 20th day of November. It's a Monday, and in the United States, this is Thanksgiving week, and that's a big week of most of the time for travel and family and food, a time here near the end of the year before things get really chaotic heading into the holidays and the new year. To just take a second and say thank you, and that's what we're planning on doing this week. And I know many of you are as well, particularly those in the United States, celebrating this holiday. I'm praying safe travel for you if you have to make a journey by car or by plane, that you be safe and blessed, find rest, be with those that you love, have a great time together celebrating your life and your family And, of course, for those of us who are children of the faith, we are not only thankful for our friends and our family, but we're so thankful for our faith. We're thankful for the knowledge of a loving Father, uh, who He is and what what He represents in all of our lives. We're just so thankful. And uh, we won't, I'm not going to do like a special Thanksgiving-themed podcast this week. There are too many people listening around the world and other cultures and other places. Uh, Thanksgiving is, a, is not a Christian holiday, though it's about as Christian as it gets in regards to being thankful. Um, so, but I, I'm not going not gonna to focus on that. Instead, I just I want to say that now. We'll, we'll wish a happy Thanksgiving on Thursday. But I wanted to just lay that week out knowing that there's a lot of busyness. And I pray peace for you and your busyness. We've arrived at Luke chapter 4, verse 16. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Now, for the past few days and weeks, I've been telling you that Luke chapter 4 is one of my favorite chapters of any chapter in any gospel, partly because of the temptation in the wilderness. I love watching how Jesus navigates the testing of the devil, but Honestly, because of this moment in Nazareth, I am taken with Jesus at the synagogue reading the scroll of Isaiah, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I am not, I mean, if that was all we had, great, but I'm taken with how he handles the crowd, a crowd that goes from awe to anger in a single speech. It's not even a very large speech. So I'm giving you a preview of this story so that you'll know why I'm taking my time over the next few days. Jesus is going to be, in the eyes of the crowd, he is a marvel. And then he gives one little speech and turns the crowd on its ear. And they go from a place of awe to a place of absolute anger. In fact, the Greek word is they go to a place of rage. Exploring what it takes to get a crowd to go from awe to rage, awe to anger, so quickly is the journey of Luke chapter 4. And there's so much more going on than meets the eye. In fact, if you had only the stories in the English, you had no Old Testament context, you had no understanding of the culture of the world in which Jesus lives, you might be rather confused as to why they are so filled with rage when you hear what Jesus says. Uh, He doesn't threaten anyone. He doesn't hurt anyone. He doesn't steal from anyone. And yet, they're all so angry with him. And I'll give you a hint. It's because Jesus includes the wrong people in the jubilee of God. And this story gives us insight into how much we 
want people to get what they deserve instead of the grace of God. I am amazed going into grace circles at how big we are on preaching grace and how small we are on living it. Grace is you getting what you don't deserve. You would think you would ex- you would celebrate every instance in the world where people don't get what where people get what they don't deserve. And yet, we don't. In fact, not only do we not celebrate it, we get straight up filled with rage when we hear stories of people getting something they don't deserve. And I don't know if we've ever really had our hearts penetrated by grace. We've had our minds penetrated by grace. Our minds have been influenced into this idea that God is not mad at us and grace is a good thing. But our hearts are very much cold toward the concept of grace actually in practice. We like the theological implications of grace in that we're not guilty. We're not crazy about the practical implications of grace in that the wrong people get blessed and they didn't do anything to deserve it and they don't even seem like they appreciate it. And so if anything that I've said there sort of causes you to pause and think about your own understanding of grace, then mission accomplished in today's podcast. That's why I'm so excited about verses 16 to 30, by the way. That's the preview of that. For today, he comes to Nazareth where he's been brought up, which means Jesus goes home. They say you can't go home again. Jesus does. One of the reasons we say you can't go home again is because home often treats you as something normal instead of something special. And that can be a very comforting thing when you need rest or you need a place to disappear. You can go home. But when you are when it's time to be celebrated for the thing that makes you unique, sometimes home's the last place to go. Jesus finds this out, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue. I don't want to hound this, but I do want to land here. Jesus made a custom of going to the synagogue. If Jesus made a habit of gathering together with his spiritual family, then Jesus must not have thought it was acceptable to remain alone because if there's ever been a person that seems like they'd have been okay with just them and their prayer life, it's Jesus. And yet Jesus goes to synagogue every week and makes a habit of it. And if Jesus goes every week to meet with other people so that he can see his Father through other people, it's probably a pretty good idea that I do the same thing. And probably a pretty good idea that you do the same thing. Let us be disciples of Jesus and create the habit of gathering together. He is going to be handed the scroll of Isaiah and he will choose a place to read. And we are on a journey. See you tomorrow. God bless.